Welcome, audience. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to How by Halter. We are launching our episode one of the podcast for the Halter Group. My name is Dennis Earls. I will be the moderator for this particular segment. I have my partners in crime, Ennis and Marcy. We are here today just to give you as much information and facts on how to do everything that we have done over the last three years. For those who do not know me, brief bio on myself. Real estate guru, commercial real estate, uh, 25 plus years. Uh, I pride myself on knowing multifamily office shopping centers, et cetera, but multifamily is really my go-to. It's my bread and butter. Uh, my partners in crime today, you know, they are gurus in their walks of life. They are phenomenal men. I'm going to give you all your flowers now. <laughs> I don't do it often, but I'm going to give you your flowers <laughs> because you guys are phenomenal and we've created something really special. Um, but right now I'm going to go to my guy, Marcid Hatcher. Hey, Marcid Hatcher here. Thank you all for tuning in today. My background is in civil engineering, uh, construction management, been working in the business for about 20 years now, close to around $20 billion in construction activity across the globe. So definitely enthusiastic about this process. Obviously the Howter Group, as Dennis mentioned, we are trying to help others win. So looking forward to, to talking to you guys. All right, dude, so look, you created this. You created this moniker of <laughs> Hal by Halter. He's the brainchild, so we'll give him his flower. <laughs> what exactly is Hal? That's why I have a shirt on today. Right. Uh, but no, so what exactly you is, what exactly is Hal? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so look, Hal is, I mean, it's exactly what it says, helping others win, right? If you've ever tuned in to one of our conversations, one of our calls where we're talking about the different funds that we have open, you will hear a number of times that we are extremely passionate about education. Educating as far as what we do, as far as the process that we uh, take, as far as when we raise capital, the overall process when we're acquiring a property, and then after we acquire a property, even education continues with the overall management of the property. And so our network, our experience, we wanna give back, right? We wanna pay it forward and we wanna help you win. We wanna help others win. So please tune in because every single episode, we're gonna make sure that we have somebody phenomenal, a phenomenal guest with a background, with education, who can give you the keys to the kingdom somewhat. <laughs> but ultimately can help you win in life. So thank you guys for joining. If my partners want to add in as far as what they're looking to get in, you know, or give to you guys, feel free to no, add on. Absolutely. But you know what? When we get a sponsor one day, we need a telephone line. So people can call <laughs> in and be like, for caller real. number one, how do you do this? <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, we're not there yet. So my other partner in crime, Ennis Williams, a phenomenal uh, man, flew in today from Vegas to give you guys knowledge <laughs> on what he does Must and who nice. he is and... <laughs> All that wrapped up into a, into a ball. So, Ennis, you got the mic, my man. See, my, my partner over there, Marcy, said, must be nice, man. I got two kids on. That was an early wake up. But we here, though. We here for Halter, right? That's we right. here no, for Halter. you up early anyway. No, that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Right. As he said, you know, Ennis Williams, uh, you know, came in from Vegas, born and raised there. Um, in my, you know, nine to five day to day, I run an investment agency, RIA, in the uh, in the world. Do that with a business partner of mine. We have uh, millions of dollars of assets under management. Been doing that for uh, over ten years now. Um, also have my residential real estate license in Vegas, so you know, been helping people with that as well. So very familiar with uh, with real estate in general. 
which is uh, kind of why this whole thing kind of worked out, right? Do a lot with our clients in terms of Halter, making sure that they understand exactly what they're getting themselves into. Is this the right fit for them? Uh, is this something that, you know, is right for their portfolio? I'm sure we'll get into that, you know, as, as time goes on, right? Speaking about, you know, different people, different investments and what, what is right for their portfolio and how Halter can be a part of those things. Well, so, let's jump into it. Let's jump into it now because that's a question that I've always gotten from investors. It's, you know, my money is in real estate. My money is in stocks. My money is in this and that. What's the good? What's the bad? Why should I move my money? How do I move my money? And when Winston, when we send these clients to you, mm-hmm. you know, what's that conversation? Mm-hmm. How are you having that conversation with them to get them comfortable in moving their money out of the market into real estate? Well, I think the biggest thing that I that I talk to people about is not necessarily always moving money out of the market, but just a real diversification of what they have, right? Mm -hmm. Most people, as it relates to their investment portfolio, especially if they're not working with an advisor or anything like that, they're they're kind of in a one-trick pony, right? Everything is invested in either a 401k or an IRA or just, you know, sitting in savings like that. So if it is in the market, the portfolio is probably one way, right? It's probably doing one thing. It's not very well diversified or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to that other piece of let's add a kind of a fixed piece or a less, you know, a more conservative piece to the Mm -hmm. portfolio, Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily contingent upon all these ups and downs. It's this, you know, these hostile swings that are happening, especially right now in the market. Right. Mm -hmm. And, Real estate can be a big piece for that, right? Especially cash-driven real estate portfolios, right? Multi-unit properties. A lot of times with a lot of clients, well before I started, you know, well before we started with this, mm-hmm. we'll bring them into a conversation. What is it that you want to do? 95% of the people that I deal with want to do real estate in some some way, shape, or form. Most of them wanted to do single-family homes. Okay. In that came a real understanding and responsibility to know that if there's not a person in that house, you're responsible for that. Mm-hmm. How long does it take you to get a renter in there? How long does it take you to get that property rent ready if somebody does something, you know, damages the property or something like that? And that's only one door. What makes more sense? Right. Multiple doors. Right. Well, what makes even more sense than that? Pooling money together to buy larger multiple doors, right? And those are the conversations that I have with with people in terms of, is this right for them, right? It's not right for everybody. We got to understand that, right? And people out there have to understand, right? It's not necessarily right for everybody, but those that it is right for, mm-hmm. we make sure that we do the due diligence and proper preparation to make sure that that it that it's a fit. I, I got a question about that. So even as it relates to different investment agencies and them not necessarily wanting to promote how to, right? Or have that as something within their portfolio, that they would like to share with their their clients. How mm-hmm. does that that process work? Like, well, I mean, most of the time, as an advisor, right, I'm paid on the assets under management that I hold. Okay, right. So if I have a client that comes to me and says, "I met these people. They have this thing. It's a, a syndication, multi unit investing. I would like to take a portion of my portfolio and move it to this to bring in more cash flow." Well, if I'm an if I'm an advisor and my bottom line is based on how much money that that I have in the account, a lot of times selfishly, right? I'm probably going to tell you that's not right for Mm -hmm. you, right? Mm -hmm. That's not something that you should do Mm -hmm. because it's not in my you know purview to make sure that I get paid off of what that is, and it's a 
it's a tough situation to to have. I tell my clients all the time that I do what's right for you as a fiduciary, no matter if I get paid on it or not. That's what it's supposed to be. But as we know, people are human, right? People have, you know, responsibilities and things like that that they have to take care of. And a lot of times in these situations, they're looking at their bottom line, right? What, how much would this $500,000, a million dollars that we're going to move from your account to, to this affect what it is that I get, that I get paid on. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you, if you have multiple people doing it, then it makes a big difference sometimes over what your, you know, what your bottom line is. So it's, it's tough. Right. And we have those conversations, right. I've spoken to advisors, I've spoken to other counsels, spoken, you know, and we, we know this, right. And people sometimes, even after all of that, even after we show them all the education and information and understanding mm -hmm. still kind of have that, ah, uh, <laughs> it's tough. It really is, man. You know, I'll tell you when I'm speaking to investors, regardless of if they're high net worth, you know, investors or not, it's always that almost like love hate relationship with that financial advisor. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I call them the, the deal killers per se. <laughs> right. Because any deal that I send a client, although it makes all kind of financial sense in the world, when that client's represented by someone who's a advisor or agent or whatever, I know inherently they're looking at what their bottom line is yeah. and not necessarily what the best interest of that client is. Right. Yes. So I guess on top of, you know, Marcy's question is, you know, how do you handle that? How do you as an individual look at your own pockets as opposed to what's in the best interest of your client? And is that difficult? I no, imagine it I, is. I, well, listen, it, it's it's not difficult to do what's right mm -hmm. if you if you're asking me personally. Right. And I think that what I believe is that everyone and, and success is driven by relationships. Yep. Right. And I think that if you do what's right and if you can find yourself being what people considered a trusted advisor, I, my clients come to me from, you know, for everything from you know, should I buy a house to what kind of bank account should I have or where should I do for my kids? You know, all kind of things like that. When you find yourself as a trusted advisor, that means something to you, Absolutely. right? It's a, it's a piece of me, should it's a piece of what, yeah, it should mean something <laughs> yeah, to you. Right. So for me, what I, what I tell myself is that I'm not going to risk telling someone not to do something that's more beneficial for me. Let me rephrase that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to tell someone that they shouldn't do something that's beneficial for them just because it would be more beneficial for me. Yep. Right. To, to move them out of, out of whatever portfolio it is. Right. Mm -hmm. I have clients come to me all the time with all kinds of things. Right. I mean, I represent a lot of, you know, high level business owners, athletes, things like that. Right. And they're getting, you know, people are coming with these things all the time. And we review everything, everything that comes across the table. They, they come to me. I want to see what it is. I want to know what it is. I want to look at the, the numbers, right? And if it makes sense, well, yeah, we should move in that direction, right? And I'll just be an advisor on that part, right? Not necessarily paid, but just someone who understands that I want to do what's best for my client no matter what. Right, mm -hmm. right. Okay. Marcy, let me ask you, man. How in the hell did we form the Halter Group? How did we get here? <laughs> right? Like two, three years ago, we're sitting at a table or we're sitting on Zoom calls yeah. trying to figure it out. We're in a pandemic. Yeah. Right? Everyone is scared of, is the world going to end? Am I going to catch this? I'm not going to catch that. And we're sitting here in the lab 
literally with a pen and a pad right, and a right, microphone, right, 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 not right. writing lyrics, but writing, <laughs> writing scriptures on how we're going to, you know, solve the world. Exactly. Right? How do we get here? Man, I mean, it started with a vision, right? It started with a vision, you know, and I think uh, although, you know, we were all doing our own things, uh, we saw the value, right, in in bringing our careers, our experience, our networks together to form something that can be great, right, for for everyone out there. And so, man, how did we get here? I mean, it's, (laughs) you know, I feel like it was yesterday that we that we started with our first round of calls. And it's been a tough journey, of course, as you all know. But I feel like it was yesterday. I can recall, you know, calling all my friends, getting sending out an email. Actually, I sent an email via Gmail. You know, just saying, hey, I got a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. I got a great opportunity for you guys that I think you guys should listen in on. And of course, you know, your peers, they say, hey, can you trust these guys? Right. Mm -hmm. So I had to take a step back and think about the relationships that we have Mm -hmm. built together. Right. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we have one partner that's not sitting here with us today. On a beach somewhere. But yeah. uh, Pina Colada or something. something. Right. Exactly. What's up, man? What's up, man? Nah, but, you know, taking a step back and, and seeing, you know, the the value in the relationship that I had with Anthony, the value in the relationship that I had with Ennis, meeting Dennis along the way and, and building a rapport, you know, obviously an admiration as well, just for your grit, um, your dedication and commitment to what you do. And, and just well, thank you, Mike. <laughs> I got to give you your flowers as well, right? No, but, uh, you know, just sitting back and, and, and seeing that and, and seeing the vision, right, of what this could be one day. I had no clue how to do it, mm-hmm. right? Literally no clue, but I trusted you. Mm-hmm. I trusted you, I trusted Anthony, um, and I trusted Ennis, right? As far as with, with what we could put together. And shit, I mean, we've made history, right? As far as just doing a lot within the past two and a half to three years or so with the number of properties that we've purchased, the number of doors that we have, you know, um, um, the people that we work with on a daily mm-hmm. basis, you know, from our property managers to our maintenance guys, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're changing people lives right it's, uh, and, I, and I love it absolutely I mean you know for those who do not know we have 115 investors we have paid out four hundred and one thousand dollars in dividend payments to our investors mm-hmm. uh, we currently have north of 20 million dollars under management Mm. And we are, you know, we're a fast moving freight train and um, that's nothing to sneeze at right there. No. man. You know, let's let's make sure because no. I, w- I want I want you to understand, like Dennis said that very straightforward. Like it was very just like yeah, no. by the books, by the numbers. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, class, let's be real about this. Stuff, right. I mean, it's amazing. Paying out amazing. north of four hundred thousand dollars to our investors. 20 plus million in assets under management. Come on, man. Like, yeah. I mean, and some of the, you know, some of the things that we that we see, you know, we, we are a fast moving train, comparatively yeah. speaking. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Considering yeah. the time frame in which we've done this, the way in which we our people have trusted us to make these situations work mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and happen. And people are happy mm-hmm. with, with, with yeah. what we're doing mm-hmm. and how yeah. we're moving. And, and it's a we're still moving forward. And it's great because, I mean, we all run our own little pieces of the company. Right. And I think that is a huge value add. It's not one person that has to do everything. Right. Although we all can probably do a little bit of everything. It's not one person that has to do it all and being able to trust each other, knowing when to hand the ball off, I think goes a long way. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think we're the unicorn, you know, to Marcy's point, all of us came together, 
you know, really it's our model. Like if you think about it, we mm -hmm. all came together mm -hmm. from different backgrounds, mm -hmm. you know, different corporate structure. I mean, uh, corporate yeah, backgrounds, mm -hmm. right? We yep, all, yep. we all came together as a collective and we formed the Holter group. Yep. Right. It is something that we speak and preach on every Zoom call to you in, as an investor saying, look, come together as a collective and collectively raise, put your dollars together mm -hmm. and collectively those dollars will be deployed into an asset that will collectively mm. pay you and us money, That's it. right? $401,000 over two and a half years. 115 investors, we all should take our flowers to that. Exactly. $20 million over $20 million in management for three, four men who didn't really know each other yeah. directly, yeah. but indirectly. Yeah. 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 And that's, I mean, that's, that's crucial, right? Like he said, you know, the relationships, the trust, mm -hmm. how we came together, how our people trusted us to bring mm -hmm. each other to the table, right? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, let's be real as we talk about this, early stages are, you know, in real estate syndication, what they call the friends and family stage, mm -hmm. Yes, right? Friends and family stage. There's a lot of calls to friends and family, mm -hmm. right? To get this thing going, a lot of conversations behind the scenes. A lot of no's. A lot of no's <laughs> from friends yeah. and family, right? Yeah. A lot of not right now, right? Yeah. A lot of people who were just like, uh, I don't know yet, right? Let <laughs> yeah, me see right. what happens, see right? That. To this day, yeah. <laughs> still a lot of you to this day who are still like nah I don't know yeah, yeah. really yeah. okay yeah. yeah that's what happens right yeah. when you when you have situations like this but that's okay mm -hmm. right it's we're not okay. we're not saying I don't think so right we ain't mm -hmm. saying like you know oh the hell with them you know mm -hmm. type of thing no we're saying just just watch yeah just yeah, watch. Just watch. Show and prove, right? I love, I love and it. and we and we proven the hell out of this thing, y'all. Yep. So you know talk to me Ennis about how does one become a part of Halter? Well, I mean, it's, you know, sometimes we try to complicate things mm -hmm. and we try to make it, you know, a lot harder than it, than it has to be. But really, it's just about being able to look at a vision, as, as Marcy stated earlier, that we present to our friends, families, their, you know, associates and things like that. We have our website, right? Mm -hmm. We have, you know, the ability to connect with us on social media and things like that. If you're interested in, in one of the, uh, you know, one of the deals that we have. And after that, it's, it's, it's as simple as understanding the deal information and knowledge that we give, because as he stated, we try to preach the, you know, information and education piece and then saying to yourself, yay or nay, right? This is this is what I want to do. We host calls. We host Zoom calls. We do in-person meetings. We do uh, seminars and things like that. And we show people exactly what it is that we've done, how we're doing it, and what the next move is in a very detailed way, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the sheets that, you know, that Dennis puts out, which are basically commercial real estate deals, uh, uh, how to evaluate a deal, right? Mm -hmm. Which is what you put together for us and walk them through step by step. This yeah. is what we do. This is how we move. This is what it is. We answer any and all questions that you may have about the deals. And then it's up to you to make the make the decision if it's right for you. And and, and they can also go to their, their legal representation. They can talk of to course. Yeah. You know, whoever they have as far as for people who evaluate their financial situations. We do encourage that, right? So, I mean, you know, it's not necessarily 
just take our word, you know, and run with it. We want you guys to also evaluate our deals. And so, but we have put a lot of, done a, a lot of due diligence as it relates to evaluation of the deal before we put it in front of the investor. And so, you know, we trust that it will represent us in a good fashion and obviously help you to win along the way. So absolutely. And, you know, I think that investors need to just learn how to win. Yep. Right. Exactly. And for them to win, they have to get into the game. That's right. And a lot of our investors who are really, for a lack of a better word, interviewing us, mm -hmm. they really should interview themselves mm -hmm. and they should ask themselves, what is holding me back? Why am I hesitant mm -hmm. to really work with the Halter group or entities like the Halter group that have a proven track record of 20 plus million dollars in under management and mm -hmm. 400 plus thousand dollars of dividends being paid. Mm -hmm. You know, why am I not individually investing with them to be a part of the collective mm -hmm. to make myself money? So, you know, I think investors, you all should really ask yourself, how do I become a part of Halter Group? And why am I not investing with Halter Group? Mm -hmm. And who do I know in my network who can help me <laughs> invest with Halter Group? Exactly. And on that note, Marcy, tell, speak to me about, you know, ways in which investors can invest their dollars. Like, you know, I know it's $10,000 minimum to be a part of, you know, Halter Group, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, is that a singular person at $10,000? Could, mm -hmm. could one put together 2,000 each at five people to get $10,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can one who's looking at this podcast and asking themselves right now in the mirror, what's wrong with me? Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. How do they get a part of this? I got you. So, um, I mean, we all don't necessarily just have $10,000 nope. si sitting in the bank, right? Nope. Or, or if it is in a bank, it may be, you know, committed to other, other things. And mm -hmm. so if investing is something that someone wants to be a part of, and they don't necessarily have the capital, mm -hmm. as you mentioned, it is 10k per share mm -hmm. uh, to invest with the Howter Group, but if they don't necessarily have, let's just say 10k to invest, we definitely encourage partnering with with other individuals, with other entities, and where you guys can collectively put your money together and then invest uh, with the Howter Group. So, so no, there's no one shoe solution to investing. People have gotten really creative as far as investing with us. Um, as I mentioned, you know, some people have started LLCs together to invest with us where they have a number of uh, individuals within that particular LLC and one or two people managing the LLC. Friends have put their money together and just, you know, agreed on whatever terms they've agreed to as far as the returns and how it would be distributed between uh, them. So, yeah, there's multiple ways you okay. know, to invest, which is why. Someone looking in the mirror, I mean, if you don't have it, it's not necessarily the door is closed, right? Mm -hmm. so, so, yeah, I think that, that pretty much answers it. I know a question that I'm asked all the time, mm -hmm. right? It's how do I get paid, mm. right? Uh, how the heck do y'all pay and what's this and what's that? Well, let me tell you directly how you get paid. I love it. Right? Yes. There are three ways in which you as the investor, yes, you, the one in the mirror asking yourself, how do I get involved? I'm talking to you right now, right? Here's how you get paid. First, via your dividends, your, your cash flow, as one might say. Others might call it your mailbox check. Every quarter, the Halter Group issues a dividend to you as the individual staring yourself in the mirror based on how much money you invested. Did you say every quarter? Every quarter, right? 
<laughs> every quarter, right? Am I wrong? No, you're every right. Quarter. Every quarter. You know, every quarter. Some people have to, they always have to hear that. Yeah, yes, that's every three months in a calendar year, you get a dividend, a check from us based on your level of investment. Second is every year annually, you will get a K-1. That K-1, that financial instrument is provided by your accountant, your CPA. That K-1 allows for you, the individual, to participate in the depreciation of the real estate. Okay, so I'm going to slow that down. Depreciation of the real estate is where the IRS every year allows for you as the owner of that real estate to depreciate your property by 27 and a half years. So over 27.5 years, you are able to take and write off the depreciation of the real estate that saves you on your taxes. That's the second way you individual get paid. Third is based on your equity, your ownership. And everyone wants the, the, the pie in the sky. Mm -hmm. How much money am I making? You know, so as the real estate will appreciate the difference of depreciation, as that real estate appreciates, go, that increases in value, your level of participation entitles you to that equity in the real estate. So to briefly recap, appreciation, which is paid to you at the time of either refinance or when we sell the property, your depreciation issued to you via your K-1 on an annual basis, and then your dividend, which is paid to you every quarter. So that's how you get paid. Um, it's very important for you to store that, save it, write it on a whiteboard, whatever you have to do. Because mm -hmm. we get asked that question all the, all time. the time. And we should get asked that question. Yeah, so, absolutely. Right? Because absolutely. you're cutting the check and you want to know how you're going to get it back. Exactly. And I think one of the things that, you know, we shouldn't, you know, kind of skate over a little bit is understanding that we are a company, mm -hmm. right? We are a company. We have these things in place to make sure that these things are given to you and that you have them on a yearly basis, right? We have a legal team. We have an accounting team. We have all the background information necessary to make sure that you're good, right? When it comes to these things, because, you know, a lot of times people want to know and make sure that it's not just mm -hmm. some fly by night stuff, mm -hmm. right? That mm -hmm. these, like we, we pay a lot of money to these people to make sure. Not a handshake deal. Not a handshake deal. No, we yeah. pay a lot of money yeah. to these people to make sure that, that the corporation is in the, that is, it's right, right? Yeah. The money is right. Yeah, things are done correctly. And that if you have questions, right, we have people that you're able to talk to outside of us, mm -hmm. right, who mm -hmm. speak that language for either your attorney or your CPA or whoever you may go to that wants to make sure that this is the right deal for you, mm -hmm. right? And all of these things make sure that, you know, we are on the right page when yeah. it comes to our, to our clients, right? Because that's the most important piece is making sure that everything is is done the right way. Then, then there's a question That's for you. That's pretty it, too. <laughs> as far as the payments, right? Yep. Is it a set amount every single quarter? Mm -hmm. How does that, mm -hmm. how do the cash flows work? Um, so cash flow works is based on the income and the expense of the real estate, gotcha. right? So let's dumb it down a tad bit. So for those individuals that own a house, they pay their monthly payment to the bank, right? But their expenses every month will go up and down, mm -hmm. right? So... As their expenses go up, cash flow goes down. As their expenses go down, cash flow goes up. So in an apartment building or in the commercial world, it works the exact same. Yeah. So the revenue that or the income in which you are generating on a monthly basis, which is derived by the residents who are paying you that income, mm -hmm. right? That number is offset 
by their expenses, payment, the water bill, the gardener bill, mm-hmm. whomever it may be. And the difference between the income and your expense is your cash flow. So I'm broke. So if I got whatever, a dollar to invest, but yet mm-hmm. he's rich mm-hmm. and he's got $10 to invest, right? Well, mathematically, the rich guy who put in more money, Ennis, mm-hmm. who flew in from Vegas today, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's going to make more money on a... Yeah, on a, on a <laughs> Talk about that man rich. <laughs> <laughs> right? His dividend is going to be higher because he put in more money, gotcha. right? It's just a scale of economics. Gotcha. So he or she who puts in more money is going to make more money. He or she who puts in less money is going to make money, but less money. Mm-hmm. So the dividend is going to it's going to skew. It's going to go up and down based on how the property performs mm-hmm. on a monthly basis. And then our financial team takes those numbers and collectively, which I'll use that word again, mm-hmm. puts them together and distributes to our investors based on their level of participation. Gotcha. Okay. That's how it works. Yeah. Right. You know, I got a question. So I know, I know this one pops up all the time. Can you lose your money? If I invest, if I, if I was to invest my $10,000 or 50 or a hundred thousand, can they lose that money? Is it guaranteed? I think, I think, Do we guarantee that? No, no. first and foremost, yeah. right? No. You know, as Dennis likes to say, anybody who, you know, you invest some money and they tell you, you guaranteed you better run away. Right? Quickly. Like, like that very quickly. Right. It, you know, like anything else, there are risks. Right. There are risks involved with putting your money in this. Now, we do our due diligence to, you know, the best of our ability. We do all of the background checks. We're checking all the leases. We're checking all the tenants. We're checking the the seller and what they're what they're, you know, trying to sell to us in that. Mm -hmm. And we're making sure that we try to curve as much of that risk as possible. Mm -hmm. But there's no way that anything you know, it's a hundred percent like that. Right. right. So yeah, we don't ever want to tell anyone that, you know, you put your money into something and you're, you're guaranteed, right. you mm-hmm. know, anything. Mm-hmm. Here's what we, what we will say though, is that investing in real estate, especially multi-unit real estate is one of the, uh, the, the safer ways mm-hmm. in terms of investing your money, right? You, you're not necessarily restricted by the, the volatility of the stock market, right? The ups, the downs, this one's negative, that one's, you know, positive type of things, right? It is a difference, right? It, there's a difference in how you do that in terms of the market, right? Because we all know that everybody needs a place to live. The resident, or excuse me, the, the, the multi-unit, you know, uh, rental space has been a, a pretty lucrative space for a very long time mm-hmm. and doing it with smaller amounts, syndicating the deals to a larger asset puts you in less risk than if you were to do it yourself. Right. 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 How, do, how does uh, this type of syndication, right? This multi-unit syndication, how does this compare to what else is out there in the market? You know, your stocks, your bonds. Right. Right. Well, I mean, th- Understanding that owning a stock, right, is is having equity in that company, mm-hmm. right? But you are uh, the stock market being what it is. You buy, you purchase something at a hundred dollars. This thing has the ability to go up and it has the ability to go down, mm-hmm. right? And it will go up and down, right? Probably on a daily basis. But unless you 
take that money out, right, by cashing in on the on the value of that stock, then most of the time you're just watching it work. There's few things out there. You know, there are some some stocks that pay dividends and things like that. But most of the time, those things are reinvested. Right. But the risk factor in those are much greater because you're taking on the risk of the company. Right. The CEO wakes up, have, has a bad day. All of a sudden he makes a decision for the company. That stock can go down tremendously. Right. Now, gotcha. the value of your of your share gotcha. is way less, right? When it comes to bonds, that's usually just a, a fixed amount, right? Understanding what the what that is, they're going to pay you over over a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. A duration is what they call it, mm -hmm. right? And they're going to pay you a, a, a coupon rate is what they call it. And this is getting right away technical, y'all. But I mean, he asked a question. So <laughs> no, we helping them win, it's right? So, up. It's it's how, what that how you win, right? Knowledge. So and understanding that those two things are market based in terms of the investment market. Mm -hmm. Now, real estate, as we are, are looking at it is not that right and we want to make sure that we separate those two things right this is not a REIT real estate investment trust which is one of the questions that we get asked a lot is this a REIT no it's not so you're not necessarily in the market like that and you can't just necessarily go and get the money anytime you want right like we got to be clear with that as well there is a a period of time that your money is quote unquote locked up mm -hmm. outside of that because just like you having your own home right you can't just have a bunch of equity in there, go to the bank tomorrow and say, give me that money, right? It's not a bank. There are things that have to be done to find the proper value, things like that. And then you're able to take your cash flow out. Very similar to residential is commercial, right? And what that looks like, which is not the same thing as the market as it relates to stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, things like that. Right. So people have to understand that this is not that. And we're not saying that we're necessarily competing with those things. We want to make sure that people understand that as well, because the greatest wealth creator in the world is the stock market. Over time, that thing is going to create and generate a lot of wealth. Why is that? Because there is no cap on, on where it can go, right? Mm -hmm. If you buy something at the right price, there there is a possibility that you can be rich tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It very rare, but mm -hmm. it's possible. We're not trying to be that, right? This is slow burn, consistency, making sure that you understand that this is just a, a, a sort of what we call a, a semi-fixed piece of your portfolio over time that should be done simultaneously with what you do in the market, mm -hmm. not either or. These things go hand in hand, right? The, the good piece of anybody's portfolio should have uh, some real estate in it. Absolutely. So, you know, a question that I get often is how do we get paid? You know, it's okay. You're giving us all this great knowledge and you're showing us how to incrementally, you know, make dividends every quarter and we can put in fractional dollars here and there. And you guys are giving all this great knowledge. Well, it's something's in it for you. Yes. Yeah, right. Are you just doing this because you're just, <laughs> <laughs> we're just good Samaritan. We're just going out Samaritan? Here like, Man. you know, what's in it for you? So. How, how do we get paid? I, I was going to ask you. I'm way, I mean, I would love to hear how you actually answer the question. I'm really? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I could give my answer. And I mean, it, it could. It, it's very simple. Yep, right. Yep. But I would love to hear how you actually answer that question. I mean, when it's asked. it depends on who asked the question <laughs> and on. when they asked me that question. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> and who I talked to. We ain't working for free. <laughs> talk to before Let's I be real. That question. Right. That's why I passed it back. I'm we like, ain't <laughs> working for free. And you have to understand that. Right. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. We, Nobody we, does. We, we, we and we wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly believe that our investors get paid first. 
Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Make sure we put that out Absolutely. There. So our investors get paid first, but syndicates or the managing members or partners or principals, whatever word they put out in the universe, yep. are able legally to get paid based on fees. Mm -hmm. So an acquisition fee. Yep. When you when we acquire a property, we are able to take a percentage of the dollars raised that are deployed into that property and get a fee. Mm -hmm. When we sell the property, so a disposition fee, we're able to get a percentage on the profit, the equity. Management, mm -hmm. where there's a management fee in which we can tap into because let's be honest, most investors don't know how to manage a single family home, let alone a 50, 60, 100 unit apartment building. Mm -hmm. So there's a fee in which we're entitled to tap into for management. There's a promote fee. So we are promoting ourselves, the energy, the efforts in which we are taking to speak to you as the individual who's in the mirror asking themselves, should they invest? We're taking time to speak to you and giving you the ins and outs, the good and bad, the ugly and the pretty on how to invest. So there's mm -hmm. a promote fee. There's a number of fees in which we're able to tap into and collect. In addition to, as you mentioned, the lion's share of the dividends goes to the investors. We are a syndicate where we'll, we create an entity, an LLC, and that LLC has fractional ownership. Mm -hmm. And the investors in our projects to date own the lion's share of those entities. So 75%, 80%, 90%, and the difference thereof is now owned by the managing members. So when you get a cash flow, a dividend check, we as well will get the same dividend check based on our percentage in the, in the entity. Mm -hmm. So yes, we're great. We're four smart, intelligent black men who are gurus in our, in our individual entities, industries rather. But as you said, we're not doing it for free, yeah. right? Yeah. We have to make some money as well. And I think what, what needs to be stated when it, when it comes to that, because I know that, you know, uh, people listen to that or they hear that and they like, man, that's a, that's a lot of fees. But I think what's not stated or at least not so far is the amount of time, energy and effort that it takes to manage all of this stuff, mm -hmm. right? The background work, mm -hmm. the phone calls, the emails, the, the Zoom calls, working with staff and the three o'clock in the morning bed bug call or, you know, such and such toilet has, mm -hmm. you know, is overflowed on somebody's unit and is going down into mine and all of these things that people are just unaware of as they sit back right, right. and just collect their right. dividends, right? And there is a, there's something to be said about the amount of, time, energy, and effort mm -hmm. that it takes to run this, right, in the way in which we do. And I think people need to really take inventory of all the things that we do to make sure that the properties are running consistently and mm -hmm. we're, we're moving the needle on these whole things, mm -hmm. trying to keep the promise that we made to these people in the beginning that your actual rate is here and we're going to try to do whatever we can to get these to market to rates yep. based on our efforts alone to manage these properties and run them effectively. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you, you said the magic word, man, manage. I mean, I wanted to kind of go there a little bit as well, just as far as like how these buildings are managed and the joy it's a labor of love, brother. <laughs> it's a labor of love. Yeah, it's just the joy that comes along with it. I mean, this is something that, I mean, yeah, the weeks, 
each week. It's like a new theme of the week. Right? Oh, yeah. With managing these properties. And I think at this point, we've seen a lot. I won't say we've seen it all, but we've seen a lot. We've seen a lot. And so. Oh, boy. Um, I don't know. Been, I might have seen it all. Yeah, might've you might have seen, 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 seen it all. Me, you might have seen it all. I'm having fun. I mean, it, it's very entertaining. I mean, just dealing with people's different social styles dealing with the different tenants and their personalities. Mm -hmm. and, and while I may not be having direct communication with our tenants and stuff like that, I hear it all mm -hmm. via our, our on-site manager. And so it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, as, as you mentioned, the 3 a.m. calls, you know, you're getting those, hey, a pipe burst or this is leaking or somebody shouting and they won't be quiet or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. you, you get a little bit of it all. And so I kind of wanted us just to, to just talk a little bit about that, what, how we, what we're experiencing on our different properties that we're taking a look at. I can go first. I mean, it, it's maintenance. If you think managing your own personal home <laughs> and the maintenance that comes along with that is something, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's just way yeah. until, like, I mean, we could go on and on as far as so, uh, managing these properties. But the one that I specifically deal with on a, on a regular basis is 81 units. And as I mentioned, it, it's high occupancy, 80 plus percent occupied. So it's a lot that comes along with it. And, uh, as I mentioned, the different personalities, dealing with our maintenance, actual maintenance person, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, dealing with his personality all the way to our on-site manager there and making sure that their relationship is great. The working styles are great and that it's cohesive and, and, and something that won't be a, a disaster, you know, or lead mm -hmm. to a disaster down mm -hmm. the line. But it's just so much that comes along with it that I just wanted to make sure that we brought that up today because it's, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I mean, even down to, you know, the maintenance workers who want to try to mm. pad the, the price on, <laughs> yeah. you know, that scope, part. scope of work so that they can part. have more, more money in their pocket right, because right. they see an owner own Owns 44 units here and 62 units there and 81 here and right. X, Y, and Z. And they right. feel like, you know, you're just, you're Bill Gates. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. You don't care about the money. Exactly. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, they don't recognize that in management, obviously based on the expenses, mm. the more we pay the maintenance supervisor, the less the investor takes home. Exactly. Because now that expense just balloons exactly. to a higher rate and that's less than which we can distribute to the investors. Exactly. So that's a ongoing nightmare dealing with your manager, Management, yeah. dealing yeah. with the manager who's the on-site manager yeah, right. and making sure that he or she or they have the tools that, that he or she needs to be successful right. in overseeing tenants. And then the tenants who get mad and want to basically try to fight the manager right. <laughs> because right. we've asked for a three, four or 5% rent increase yeah. and they want to go upside ahead of the manager because... She or he yeah. just nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. All of these things to get you, the individual, in the mirror, trying to figure out to invest your money. Right. Yeah, and and you know that's a good thing because and and I I want to just kind of sidebar that a little bit because we all know that we have these meetings with investors who want to be involved, mm -hmm. who want more of a, I want to, I want to be in control, so mm -hmm. to speak, not no, understanding no, what that actually <laughs> means, right? Mm -hmm. they, they just know that they're in control in whatever capacity they're in, right? In terms of their day to day. Right. And they feel like, you know, well, I don't necessarily want to give my money to y'all and have y'all manage it. I want to be a part of it. And they have Nope. Zero clue mm -hmm. as to how much time, energy, and effort it takes mm -hmm. to run these things, mm -hmm. you know, in, in the background, right? Because they, they see the presentation. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful, y'all. If you haven't seen it, 
We go through this thing. The presentation is right. The presentation is right. And that's what it's supposed to be, right? Yeah. Like we we take pride in what we do, how we yeah. present, how we bring things to the table. Right. And as you know, people have said numerous times, man, that was a great presentation, right? We take time to do these things the right way. So understanding the, the amount of time that it takes to do that, put it together, plus manage all the assets that we have on a daily basis, dealing with each and everything that we have, whether it's the renovation piece, it's the contractor sending us bogus invoices, right? To try to get over, you know, the, the property management companies sending us invoices for things that they that there's no reason for them to have to charge us for, right? Mm -hmm. All of these things come into effect when it and it, it, it all can affect the bottom line. Mm -hmm. So when you guys get on the call and you say, I want to be more involved in this, you really got to understand what you're asking for because a lot of y'all don't have time. Right. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. Yeah, like you, yeah. you, you would not have the time yeah. to do and manage everything. And without the infrastructure in place yeah, that we have trial and error. Right. Yeah. Because it, it we didn't start off this way. Started off trying to manage all of this under one umbrella ourselves and recognize and realize soon as we got our footprints in multiple different areas all across the country right. that it takes a village, mm -hmm. right, to make this whole thing happen. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you got to move in and out these pieces in the village, yep. right, to make sure that it works effectively. <laughs> exactly. But that's just a part of the business. So managing this whole thing and understanding the pieces and, and, and all the intricacies that it takes to do that, people really have to understand what that is. And I didn't want to just kind of brush over that because it's a lot. Yeah, it's right. a lot. Right. Well, let me ask you, Marcy, how does Halterra grow from here? Good question. Good question. So how do we grow Halterra? I mean, it's definitely just going to take accountability from each of us to make sure that we're managing our properties effectively, working directly with our investor base to make sure that we keep them informed. You know, we, we appreciate the feedback that we get from our investor pool on a, on a, monthly, quarterly basis. And we want to make sure that we're doing right by our investors, right? Making sure that we're communicating with our investors enough so that they can go ahead and keep singing our praises and sharing it with their networks mm -hmm. as we continue to grow. It's making sure that we stay engaged and educated on what's happening in the market from each of our respective uh, areas. Mine being in the construction space, understanding price increases, understanding inflation, understanding labor rates and things like that so that we can make sure that our expenses are being maintained appropriately. And in you all's fields, making sure that, you know, we obviously keep a pulse on where things are trending as it, as it relates to, to property values and, mm -hmm. and, and things like that. As we think about infrastructure, right? The big thing right now is the infrastructure bill that has been signed. Understanding how that will impact mm -hmm. as far as where mm -hmm. we decide to invest, right? Mm -hmm. So seeing where new roadways are being built, seeing mm -hmm. where broadband is being built, right, where new real. sewer lines. I mean, all those different types of things, that mm -hmm. infrastructure that's being put in place throughout the country. Mm -hmm. We have to make sure that we stay aware of these types of investments mm -hmm. so that we can make sure that we're purchasing our properties in the right location. That's real which yeah. will ultimately help us to pay back our investors, you know, over time. And, and so, um, so yeah, we just have to make sure that we stay, you know, aware, right. Yep. And, and don't, and keep our foot on the gas, but don't fall asleep at the wheel as well, mm -hmm. you know, as we're doing this and, 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 and not get too comfortable. That's right. Powerful. I mean, we we're talking a lot about what we've done, but every day isn't a good day, of mm -hmm. course. And I think we can all agree there. So yeah, we just have to make sure that we do not get too comfortable as we're doing this. 
and stay aware of what's happening out there. Stay aware of what's happening in the different cities. The new politicians, I mean, it goes all the way to that, right? Just Mm -hmm. understanding who's in office Mm -hmm. because these are the people who are making the decisions out Mm -hmm. there, right? So Mm -hmm. we have to make sure that we are just aware, you know, Mm -hmm. of what's happening out there. And I think if we do that, we win and obviously everybody else wins with us. That's powerful. And the same question for you. How does Halterra grow from here, in your opinion? Well, I think we grow by doing things like this, starting with helping and educating other people and making them aware of who we are, what we're doing, and and kind of spreading the information out there, right? I mean, what we've done and how we're moving is powerful and it's impactful and people need to understand and know that. And letting people know that there are different ways, right? You know, the new thing right now, right? Not new, but, you know, kind of what people are talking about, generational wealth, trying to put that together, helping people understand what that looks like, understanding that real estate is a powerful way Mm -hmm. to improve that piece. Mm -hmm. And the way in which we're moving, we're making it more easily accessible for people to get involved while at the same time teaching and exposing people to different ways in which these things can be done, right? Real estate syndication is not new. No. Most people who are buying these large assets are doing it through syndication, right? right. Whether it's a building in New York or California or sports, you know, franchise. sports franchise, you know, whatever. We just, what, what Magic just joined the, the group to purchase the, the commanders, so right? There's a Brady, group. Brady just bought the Aces. Great, or, Brady or bought the Aces, aces right? right? Syndication, right? Syndication. These people are coming together to buy larger things. Understanding that that's how things are done This is not new or foreign. Mm -hmm. It just hasn't necessarily been done in our neighborhoods Mm -hmm. and our, you know, people that look like us. So exposure is how we do that. Exposure. We are a catalyst for change and we just have to make sure that we get it out there and let the masses know what it is that we're we're doing and how we're moving. Absolutely. Yeah. How about yourself, D? I think creative partnerships. You know, uh, strategic partnerships with entities and individuals like us who are doing it across the country, you Mm -hmm. know, not to name any names, but there are a number of people who are on social media who are doing exactly what we are doing. And I think that if we as a collective, there's that word again, Mm -hmm. if we as a collective partnered strategically with them, Mm -hmm. like we are with our investors, we will have more opportunities for everyone to win. Mm. So I think that, um, I think, you know, I, I, I diddle your point, Marcid, about making sure we're not comfortable, making sure we're doing everything correct. I diddle your point as well. I think we have to continue to expand our thoughts, our resources, mm. our relationships with us as partners, our investors, strategic partners, continue to identify the right asset, continue to identify the right investor, and just continue to be just transparent and blunt. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. it. Right? Honesty is everything, right? That's one of our mottos, being transparent, um, being honest. So, you know, I think as long as we continue to to put those qualities in practice, that's the limit for Halter at the end of the day. For sure. Well, y'all, this has been great. Yes, sir. It's been great talking to you, C. Yes, As always, my brother. Yes, sir, D. Here we go. We keep going. Yes, Innes, sir. Man. Anthony. Enjoy the beach. Enjoy the beach. <laughs> but investors, we appreciate you for joining How by Halter, helping others win. Uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you. Peace. Take care.